She didn't have to say yes, you know. We sometimes take it for granted, I think, that Mary would respond to Gabriel in the way that she did. That she would calmly listen to his words and quietly consider them and nod her head in agreement. Like this was all sort of a done deal before the angel even landed in Nazareth. Like there was no question about how it would turn out. Like he was about to make her an offer that she couldn't refuse. But she very well could have refused. Mary did not have to say yes. And in fact, she probably could have come up with a whole slew of perfectly good reasons to say no. To begin with, this announcement from Gabriel was a profound interruption to her plans. Whatever she happened to be doing that day, working in the garden or reading or inexplicably knitting a burial shroud, as some old paintings have it, whatever she was doing, she was not expecting a divine messenger to show up. We don't know much about Mary's life prior to this moment, but we do know that she was a teenage girl engaged to be married. She had a pretty good idea of what the coming months were going to hold for her. A wedding, a departure from her family's house, the start of a new life with the man who was to become her husband. Mary had plans, and they did not include this baby that Gabriel came to speak with her about. You will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. With those few words, this angel was asking Mary to say yes to a profound interruption to the course of her life. Not only that, but the future that Gabriel proposed to Mary here was filled with risk. There's the most basic risk of health, of course. Bearing children was life and death business in this time and place. Medical care was rather limited, I think, in first century Nazareth, and many women did not survive pregnancy and childbirth. On top of that, there's the risk to Mary's reputation and her future security. Gabriel's proposing here that Mary become an unwed mother, carrying a child who is not her fiancé's. He's proposing that she open herself up to ridicule and disgrace in her community, and to the very real possibility that Joseph would follow the custom of the time and call off the marriage. We sometimes take it for granted that Mary would say yes. But when you keep all that other stuff in mind, no would have been a perfectly reasonable, even understandable answer. Well, that's an interesting offer you've got there, Gabriel. She could very well have said. I am sure there's some girl out there who would be interested. But you know, I have my plans in order. I'm about to be married. I have my future to think about and my reputation and my family. So thanks for thinking of me and all, but not this time. No thanks. She could have responded that way, but Mary said something else. Here am I, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. Mary said yes, and in this situation, it is a word of breathtaking bravery and faith. When you think about it, the Bible is actually filled with stories of people saying yes to acting as partners with God. Noah agrees to build a ridiculously large boat to preserve life through the flood. Abraham and Sarah agree to leave their homeland and journey off into the unknown. 
Moses agrees to stand up before Pharaoh and demand that his oppressed people be freed. The prophets agree to let God's word burn inside them and to speak it for all to hear. The disciples agree to leave their fishing nets and the lives they know by the seashore to follow Jesus. Scripture is filled with these brave stories, but this one that we hear today is special for the profound strength and courage that Mary shows and for just what her openness to God makes possible. Mary's yes opens the door to Jesus's yes, said Pope Francis in a sermon on this text. I have come to do your will. This is the yes that Jesus carries with him through his life until the cross. We celebrate Mary's particular yes here because it is such a big one, because it is so momentous, so earth-shaking. We imagine all the angels in heaven singing when Gabriel gets back from his trip down to Nazareth, and rightly so. But I also found myself wondering this week about all the other ways in which Mary said yes to God with her life. All the smaller yeses that we overlook in the shadow of that great one. No sooner has Gabriel departed than Mary makes haste to go see her relative Elizabeth, who's also newly pregnant. It's a beautiful scene, these two women greeting each other in joy and in solidarity in the middle of all these miraculous events taking place. And when Elizabeth declares her blessed, a song wells up inside Mary, a song of God looking with favor on the lowly, scattering the proud, bringing down the powerful, filling the hungry with good things. She sings of a world turned upside down by the love and justice of God. And there is a yes there, a yes to singing the song that she's been given. Months later, after Jesus has been born, she and Joseph bring him to Jerusalem, and an old man they have never seen before takes the baby in his arms and dances him around the temple, singing of light and glory and the salvation of the people. This child is destined for the rising and falling of many, he tells Mary, and a sword will pierce your heart too. She took those words home with her to Nazareth. And there is a yes there, a yes to embracing this child for everything that he will bring, joy and confrontation and heartache and all. As Jesus grows, Mary is there to raise him in faith, to pray with him, to teach him the scriptures, to sing her song of God's unshakable love for the lowly and forgotten, to model God's care for the poor, the captives, the oppressed. Where else would Jesus learn his tradition, after all? Where else would he get the grounding for the way he saw the world and his role within it, but from the woman who sang the Magnificat herself? His mother raised him, in the conviction and the strength of her faith. And there's a yes there, a yes to patiently teaching, to passing on what has been entrusted to her. We focus on the story of Mary's great yes, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I find it helps me to think about all her innumerable smaller daily yeses as well. Because while life might give us a few opportunities for assenting to God in really big, momentous ways, it's in fact mostly made up of much smaller 
and far more ordinary occasions for saying yes, for responding to what Roger Owens calls the divine summons of this moment. A neighbor is stuck at home, far from family and usual supports in this season, and the opportunity is there to make a phone call or drop off a bouquet of flowers to bring a little air into a suffocating loneliness. The number of people hurting right now is staggering, and the opportunity is there to take those hurts to God in prayer, to intercede for those in need of comfort and healing. Your family is around you, and the opportunity is there to set aside the screens and the distractions for a time and give them your attention, the fullness of your presence in this one moment. Awareness of systemic racism and injustice is growing around us, and the opportunity is there to listen, to become informed, to advocate, to reckon with your place in the systems in which you participate. Through the world's needs, Owen says, our community's needs, our neighbor's needs, our family's needs, an angel shows up and invites. It's another way of saying that there are opportunities all around us, even now in this strange season, to turn from self-centeredness and worry and to say yes to what God is asking of us right now. We make it also complicated sometimes, wondering what God wants us to be about. But maybe it's far simpler than we imagine. I mean, there's only one story of a young woman being visited by an angel and asked to bear the incarnate word of God into the world. But there are innumerable stories of God inviting each of us to respond to the needs around us with openness and with love, to approach this day, this moment, with Mary's spirit of willingness to having our plans disrupted by grace. She has modeled for us what it looks like to say yes to God in big ways and in small ones. And she has even given us our line. Here am I, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me, according to your word. Amen.